This is Marketing, Management, and Money. I'm your host, Ryan Owens. I'm your host, Ryan Murray. This week, we are going to be talking about financials, and in specific, bad financials. <laughs> I was about to say my favorite topic, but then you're like, bad. I'm like, ugh. So I'm going to give you a little more specific and, and keep it in a positive note, how to clean up bad financials. Ah, okay. I like this. So this isn't my strong suit. I'm going to be upfront about that. However... I was working with a small business recently and they had no clue what was going on with their business in this realm. Now, I am a little bit familiar with it. I'm just familiar enough to be dangerous. I was going to say, you're, you're being a little humble where I've worked with a lot of small businesses and unfortunately, most of them have no clue. I mean, yeah. you don't have the finance background, but right. you can talk the language. And we've had several conversations where yeah. we really dig into some financial concepts and you're just fine. But unfortunately, there are too many owners of companies. Right. They just don't know. Yeah. I, so so there's there are a couple of different uh, documents or forms or whatever you want to call it. The financial statements. Yeah. Statements. Thank I'm, you. That's a, I'm going to throw out all the technical okay. terms so, and you speak how normal people <laughs> would talk. Yeah. So that's how this is going to go. Right. Um, there are a couple of different financials, financial statements that mm -hmm. people need to be looking at and evaluating to um, make sure their, their small business is healthy. And every company needs to have two financial statements. Every company. Right. Uh, I don't care the size of the company. It doesn't matter what industry you're in. You know, this is one of those hard and fast rules. So you've got to have a profit and loss statement. You've got to have a balance sheet. Mm -hmm. And so if we're talking about cleaning up bad financials, rule number one, have financials to clean up. <laughs> if you don't yeah. even have financials yet, get started. Now, let me, let me take just a second and give a little bit of advice for those people listening that haven't even started. And you'd be amazed at how many people really haven't started. Right, because it's a scary thing. It's daunting. It's daunting. So step number one, keep good records. Keep your receipts and keep them, you know, it, it can be in a notebook. It can be in a shoebox. Yeah. It, it yeah. doesn't matter, but keep good records. Yeah. Step number two is get an actual bank account that is a business bank account. Do not mix your business and personal bank account. And a lot of people are just like, oh, yeah, I get this. But then what they'll do is they'll start to sneak in mm -hmm. a couple of personal expenses off of the business. It's like, oh, I got some money in my business account. And they'll sneak that in. It's like, no, no, no. You need to do an appropriate owner's draw or salary or whatever you're going to do. Don't just sneak in. I mean, I had one business once that was uh, paying for their uh, satellite TV out of oh, their business. Guess. And they were doing it as a tax write-off. And I looked at that. I'm just like, um, don't get audited because uh, <laughs> right? I, I don't know how you're going to justify that one at all. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Good luck, sir. Get creative. <laughs> you better start working on that story now. Right. <laughs> yeah. So as these businesses, uh, you know, you keep your good records, you have a bank statement. And honestly, if you start to get in over your head, if you start to have some problems, then those two things right there are going to solve the majority of your problems because a good accountant, a good bookkeeper can take records and bank statements and create these financial statements for you. Right. But you've got to have the profit and loss, the balance sheet. And sometimes I'll call the profit and loss the P&L. Mm -hmm. So as we're, as we're discussing, if I use P&L, that's, that's short for profit and loss. Right. So... 
And with your records, just start, just start somewhere mm -hmm. and start, like you said, start keeping good records, right? Cause then you can take it to somebody, they'll put it all together for you, make it easy. And then when you get those back, you get your PL and your balance sheet. You ever, so most small businesses will operate off of that PNL. Yeah. Like that is the king when it comes to uh, an owner evaluating their small business. So when you get those documents back, take your PNL, really take a hard look at it and throw your balance sheet out the window. Right. <laughs> <laughs> well, I, I mean, okay. So I joke about it, but that's what so many small business owners do is that balance sheet is so helpful and in evaluating it's so critical in evaluating the health of your small business, but it never gets looked at. And and that's the thing is, so you're sitting there joking, but it wasn't funny because that's what happens is everyone looks at the PL. <laughs> this is what I love to ask. I, I, I love to ask, I'm like, okay, cash is king, right? And they're like, yeah, I've heard that before. And I'm like, you have to have cash flow in your company, right? Mm -hmm. they're like, yeah. And then I ask him, I'm like, where on the profit and loss are you going to find the line for cash? Uh, right. And, uh, I don't have it. <laughs> right. And I'm like, it's not there. It's on the balance sheet. And they're like, oh, yeah, 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 I got you. I'm like, so if I'm only looking at my profit and loss, but I require cash flow to survive, how does that work? Yeah. And, and all of a sudden the light bulb goes on. I was like, oh, I guess maybe there is something to be seen in this balance sheet. And, yeah. and so one of the things that you need, so step one, records. Step two, create financial statements. Step three, use both of them. Yeah. You can't ignore yeah. the balance sheet. And yeah. I'm not even going to worry about the profit and loss. Businesses are already yeah. going to look at it. Yeah. It's the balance sheet that they don't look at because they don't understand what they're looking yeah, at. Yeah, and that's what I was just going to say. It's okay if, I mean, we're harping on it a little bit here because mm -hmm. we've seen it so much, but right. it's okay. I mean, that's why we're here right now to talk about cleaning up bad financials or cleaning up neglected financials, whatever you want to call it. Um, because these are things that maybe we haven't been taught how to do. We don't know exactly what to do with this information we get back. It's cool. Like you get this, these different financial statements back and you're like, wow, that's a lot of information. I can, I'm going to do some great things with this. But then you look at it and it's like, if you're like me, the first time you look at it, it's, mm, that's cute. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I'm glad so, you took the time. Appreciate you. <laughs> so, so if, if I'm going to tell a business that they need to focus on the balance sheet, then I'm going to go through and give them just some key pointers. This, this is like balance yeah, sheet 101 elevator pitch style. Okay? Yeah, it's a good place to start. So if I'm looking at the balance sheet, the first line that I'm looking at, and I guess let me back up just a second. One of the reasons why it's more comfortable to look at the profit and loss is because the profit and loss is organized in a in a method that we're more familiar with, we're more comfortable with. Right. I start at the top, I work my way down to the bottom. Mm -hmm. And so as I'm going, I start with a sales line and I subtract out expenses and yeah. at the end I have my profit. Yeah, it's very neat. It's very well it's it's put together for you. Yeah. And so a balance sheet, on the other hand, doesn't have this hierarchy of importance. I don't start with a top line and end with a bottom line. I've got my assets that need to equal my liabilities and my equity. Mm -hmm. I, so I used to sit on this board, and it was for a nonprofit organization. And we would have to review the financial statements. And what they would do is they pull out the profit and loss, and they would say, you know, here's what our profit was for the last month which everyone understood. 
And then they'd pull out the balance sheet and they'd say, and the balance sheet balances, so we're looking good. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's funny. <laughs> oh. and, and, and I just, I, I mean, I didn't want to say anything because like the, and these were, you know, some very influential business owners oh, man. who were sitting on this board and I'm like, really? Like, like that, that's, that's your analysis of the balance sheet is the balance sheet balances. Yeah. I mean, I guess if the balance sheet doesn't balance, you have a serious problem, but, <laughs> yeah. but you know, so, so we're used to kind of looking for these these small little gems and, and there are better ways to look at it. Right. So the first thing that I'm going to recommend when you're looking at the balance sheet is I always want to look at that cash balance yeah. because you've got to have cash flow as a small business. So just get used to looking at what that cash number is. Yep. And in, a, uh, in, an, in another episode where we talk about the inverse relationship between sales and cash, it helps to understand what cash should be doing to the sales line. And so I'm actually going to compare my sales line to my cash line, and I want to see what one's going up and what one's going down. And ideally, I should have my sales and my cash both increasing mm-hmm. at about the same rate. Yeah. And so that, that's the first thing that I'm going to look for on the balance sheet is I'm going to say, okay, what are my sales, or excuse me, what is my cash line doing? The other thing that I'm going to look for on the asset side is I'm going to look at the inventory and I'm going to look at the accounts receivables. All I'm looking for here is, again, to see if they're increasing at a rate that's proportionate to my sales increasing. And so I, I'm just trying to familiarize myself. Now, yeah, mind you, there is a lot more advanced topics we we can and will be talking about. Yeah. But this is kind of for the newbies out there is saying, look, if you're not comfortable with the balance sheet, start somewhere. This is where we're going to start. Yeah. Thanks for pulling it back because I'm already starting to glaze over. (laughs) (laughs) Sorry, man. This is not my Ouch. The truth hurts. (laughs) So then I'm going to drop down onto the liability section. And with the liability section, I just want to see what my long-term debts are doing. And I want to see what my short-term debts are doing. And obviously I'm trying to control those debts and not let them get out of control. Yeah. The short-term debts are more risky than the long-term debts. And so that's where I'm going to put all my emphasis. I want to make sure that I'm not racking up a whole bunch of short-term debt. And so for a newbie out there, I'm going to break it down to a three-step. Step one, look at the cash flow. Step two, look at the accounts receivables and the inventory. Step three, look at the current liabilities or the short-term debt. Okay. If I'm checking out those three line items that's really going to help me see a lot of the moving parts that are happening in the balance sheet. Now, there's a wealth of information that's still tucked into this document, but that's a great starting point to get comfortable with, get familiar with. Yeah. Okay. So <laughs> I'm picturing myself looking at this document. I'm a small business owner and I, and I get this, I get my PNO back and I'm like, hooray. And then I get my balance sheet back because the guys over at marketing management and money told me to. And I look at this <laughs> and I'm like, okay. We got some assets. Yeah, it looks good. And these are the liabilities. Those, yeah, I got. We got liabilities. So oh, what do I do with this? So let's let's pull it back a little bit. What do I do with this? It's only so funny because it happens all the time. Yeah, exactly. Well, that's what I'm saying. Is like, it's. It, I mean, yeah, you can get super complex with this, but we don't need to go there, right? No, we don't need to go there. Like, let's keep it 
really basic. So if I'm a small business owner and I pull out this balance sheet for the first time, or maybe I've pulled it out a thousand times, I've done that a thousand times. What do I do with that information? As I'm looking at that, what am I looking for? What do I do with it? So most of the items on the balance sheet are going to correlate to my sales. And I want to see how they're moving in relationship to my sales. And this gets into some financial ratio analysis. But uh, again, we're kind of baby stepping it. And so I want to look at where my sales are going. And I want to look at what's happening on my balance sheet at the same time. Sure. So give, give us an example there. So if my sales are increasing and my equity is also increasing, then I can look at that and I can say, okay, what is this coming from? Oh, it's coming from the net profit carryover, which tells me that this is a healthy sign for my business. Yeah. That was a little bit technical. Let me go with something a little bit more basic. Please. If my sales are increasing and my inventory is increasing to support those sales, I want to make sure that my inventory is not increasing faster than my sales right. because that's going to put too much strain on my cash flow. Yeah. And so I can just put a little ratio to it and I can say, okay, what's the rate of increase on my uh, inventory? What's the rate of increase on my sales? Put the ratio, if they're moving at about the same speed, then I'm not putting any strain on my cash flow. If the inventory is moving too fast, it means that it's going to start requiring additional cash. If it's moving too slow, it means it means it might not be able to keep up with that sales growth. So I can do that with a lot of the line items. If my debt is increasing really fast and my sales are increasing, that means that I'm using my debt to support those sales. But what, what am I actually doing with that? So, so there's a lot of information that that, that's going to be tucked into this. Now, let me, let me talk about some, uh, some warning signs that people can know if they've got, uh, you know, maybe they need to bring in some extra support or some help if they're seeing these things in their, uh, sure. Before you go there, I want to give our listeners time to pause and rewind (laughs) listen to that take some notes because i i do that's how i that's how i went through this right and i'm still not super strong in it but like that's what it takes right when you say to get familiar with it it's yeah these these are a little bit nebulous and and there's a lot of different things you can do with it but you just you got to start is kind of what you're getting at is look at this information yeah there's a bunch of different things you can understand from that but start to understand what's important for your business first and if you need to re-listen to this five or six or a thousand times like I had to going through some of this stuff, um, do it, you yeah. know, find out what's important for your business and, and then move into it. And, and one of the things that's really difficult is there's not a lot of great information out there, yeah. like especially in the online world. I mean, you've got some people that are going to get up there and they're going to get super technical and they're going to start going through and just kind of, you know, almost like killing you with boredom on the financials. And then you've got like the, I'm training you to sit for your CPA. And, you know, I mean, there, there's uh, yeah. there, there's just a lot of very technical yeah. information available. But the cliff notes, the, you know, let, let, let me get going. Let me get moving with this because yeah. I got a business to run. It, it's hard to come by. And so in yeah. these episodes, as we go through this, we're going to be intermixing a lot of topics on yeah. managing the financials. And yeah. so, yeah, as you said, if you need to re-listen to them, and also we would love the feedback if there's topics that you guys want because it's yeah. so important. Finance is the language of business. And yeah. if you don't speak the language, uh, you're going to get lost. Mm, you know? Sounds like somebody should make a 30-day challenge around that. <laughs> <laughs> a little teaser. A little teaser. 
So uh, l- l- let me talk about a couple warning signs. These are super easy to identify, but they're going to help you understand uh, if you've got some problems that maybe you need to bring in some, you know, some expert help for. The balance sheet needs to balance. That's one thing that you're always looking for. If your balance sheet does not balance, that means that you've got a problem. However, here's something that's a little bit crazy. Your accounting softwares, a lot of your popular accounting softwares, they are going to force the balance sheet to balance. Right. Me personally, I don't get why they put that into uh, the software because what it does is it hides mistakes that you might have. And so if you're using an accounting software like a QuickBooks or a Wave Apps or a Peachtree or one of these uh, you know, uh, accounting softwares that you have available to you, if you're using that and you're looking at it and you're saying, oh, hey, my balance sheet is balancing, therefore I'm good – they always balance. That, that's the way the software is designed. Yeah. So what you need to look for is you need to look for changes in the equity. And you're going to find that in the equity portion of the balance sheet. And so if you're seeing some skewed equity numbers or if you're seeing equity that doesn't make sense. Now, remember, equity is the owner's portion of the company. So if I've got a startup business and it's only worth about $20,000 mm-hmm. and I'm showing $100,000 of equity on the books – then that is an indication that it's like, oh, I don't think I set up my books correctly right. because the amount of equity is way above the value of the business. So that that's one indication that you can look for to kind of help you stay on track. Another thing that is super easy to identify but very indicative of problems in your balance sheet is negative numbers. Anytime you have a negative number, it is means that the account is moving in the opposite direction that it normally moves. It doesn't necessarily mean that that's that it's negative. And and right. so that that's something that trips people up a lot where they yeah. they see this negative and they're just like, "Oh, obviously that means negative." And I'm like, uh, I yeah. prefer to look at it and say it's moving in the opposite direction yeah. that it normally would go." Right. And so if I have a negative asset, then that's telling me that instead of adding to my business, it's subtracting from my business. Yeah, it's trending downward. Yeah. But here's a weird one. If I have a negative liability, oh yeah, it's now adding to my business. Yeah. So even though it's a negative, it has a positive inclination toward the business. So anytime I have negative numbers, it means that something is moving in the opposite direction that it normally does – and we really don't want to see this. There there are some occasions where we're going to have some negatives, right. but they should be very small numbers, and they shouldn't happen often. And so if I've got big numbers that are in the negative, I should clean those up. And if I don't know how to do that, I can hire a bookkeeper to clean those up. Yeah. Now, uh, you know, you warned me about the glazing over with the eyes. I feel like maybe we're getting there again. <laughs> yeah, maybe a little. So uh, I think we should uh, cut this one off at this point. No, seriously, though um, – if you need to go back and listen to this, please do. Uh, learning some of these things, you, I mean, keep in mind, your your small business owner friends, your entrepreneur friends, very likely don't understand this stuff. And so just by starting to get familiar with this this kind of thing, or these kinds of things, you're going to sound like a pro compared to the other people in your circle. So, you know, be glad that you're taking a, a step in the right direction. We're super stoked that you're you're here with us and listening and taking our advice. And, and thank you for indulging me and allowing me to uh, talk about finance. Yeah. I enjoyed it. Good. <laughs> Hope you did too. We will one day. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, guys. Take care.